Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on internet land and socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to Election 2020, this week's election news. Stick to this crackerjack station, PMS Artwork. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everybody. It is the Friday of Election Week. Friday, what is that, three days, three and a half days after the election day on Tuesday, November 3rd, and they are still counting the ballots. By the time you listen to this, we may or may not know or may or may not have a new president. And in accordance with all that, we are not going to talk about it at all. So come on, you don't need to hear any more about it. You definitely don't need to hear any more about it from me. Not that I haven't been following it. I have, but... I'm tired of it. I'm sure you're tired of it. And hey, you're going to know whether or not I tell you or not. So let's shift to something else, which is we're going to talk a little bit today, very briefly. This is going to be a quick mini episode. Uh, We're going to talk quickly about whether or not you should have a very distinct developed style that you should stick to, or if you can kind of play around and uh, be all over the map. The answer is Yes and no. The answer is both. The answer is neither. I'm speaking in riddles, but let's get into it. So first of all, I want to start off by saying that this is a little bit of an old school way to look at art, I think. I think a lot of people, a lot of artists don't want to be stuck in a box. I think it is important to have a style that's recognizable. I think that's almost more important than signature style. I mean, I have like a lot of little sub-genre styles But you can always tell that it's my stuff, which is, you know, you've developed a vocabulary, you've developed a style to whatever you do, which carries over to little other genres and subgenres of work that you can create. But I think that's important. And really to get there, I think the most important thing you need to think about is, first of all, developing your skill level, developing your craft, right? When you're starting out, of course, you're going to play around. Of course, you're going to copy other artists. Of course, you're going to try this, try that. I did that. Uh, you know, there are a lot of times I, I started like mirroring myself after Van Gogh or Chagall. I did, I painted in their style. Sometimes I even tried to replicate some of their paintings as a learning tool 
to figure out how they did it, to deconstruct it, to figure out, um, you know, how they got this color, how they got these brush strokes, how this all added up into something magical. And then I took that and ran with it and kind of took the amalgamation of all those skill sets and turned it into my own work. And then you start to explore and you start to discover more of your own style and your own signature pieces as you go through that. So I think as long as you're putting in the time to do that, I don't think it really matters if you venture off into little other categories and subcategories. I think you see a lot of the problem with kind of younger artists or newer artists. And a lot of times, especially when they've been paying attention to online too much or what is selling. Look, I'm a big proponent of getting your work online and selling. That's how I make the majority of my sales. But I will say there's one caveat to that. And it's to not get sucked into styles that you see that are like selling. Like a lot of times you can look online and you can actually type this in. What colors sell best? What styles sell best? That's fine. I mean, you can do a little bit of, you know, color design in your work. Oh, okay, well, bright red doesn't sell as well or whatever. Light blues and blues sell better. Fine, incorporate some blues in your work. But what I'm saying is don't just follow trends with your work. Like, oh, impressionism is really big right now. Landscapes are really big right now. You know what? Now there's a big call for still life or portraiture, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of going about it in the opposite direction. I think you should be really following your gut, following your style, following what gets you going, gets you uh, hot and heavy, (laughs) for lack of a better uh, term. No, but just really something that gets you excited. Like what excites you? What inspires you? That's what you should be following. Don't be like looking at other artists who are selling and go like, you know what? I should just paint like that. Or I should paint like this person. I should steal this. I should, you know, I should uh, mirror this person's style. I actually see that online a lot with some of the marketplaces I'm on. There are a few artists who just kind of follow trends. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. But I have a hard time believing that that's going to kind of stand the test of time with their work. um, And that they're going to actually be really inspired to keep going when you're just kind of blowing in the wind. So having said that... I don't like to put limitations on artists. I don't like to put limitations on myself. If I'm feeling a certain way, uh, if I'm wanting to explore something different, then I will. And I've done that. But typically what ends up happening when I explore a style that I'm really excited about is I end up creating a very large series of works like that. So it kind of like, there's like a bifurcation. Yes. That's one of damn college words. No, there's a little split where you just kind of go down another path and you follow that until you're not really excited about it anymore. And a lot of times those things that those other paths that I found, whether it be micro paintings or whether it might be geometrical work or whether it might be pop surrealism or whatever, I, I have a very large collection of each of those, like in the hundreds. So they're definitely something that I'm following that I'm still interested in. And I'm exploring to their depths. And also, I think you can tell that it's my work each time. So I think that's the important distinction. Um, I see artists who are just kind of following trends. And if you looked at their work, like you couldn't tell who it is. Like, oh, this is, is this the same person? Like if you had just been, it was like a blind lineup, like line up the usual suspects, you wouldn't be able to tell and go, oh, this, yeah, these are the, okay, who is the killer here? You know, which artworks coincide that is that would be tough to do with a lot of people and i think that's one of those things where 
like I'm most happy when I get compliments from people saying like, Oh, I can always tell which is your work. And I give that compliment to artists a lot when I'm blown away by their work. It's like, every time I see you post something on Instagram, I know it's your work. I know it's one of your pieces. And I think that's a really good compliment. And it doesn't necessarily have to be because you follow the exact same template in each work or the same formatting. It doesn't have to be that. It just can be, you can recognize their their signature, like their impression that they've put upon it. Like it's like has their own DNA in it, like their own texture style, gestural style, whatever you want to call it. Some of it's a little bit intangible, but you'll know it when you see it and you'll understand what I'm talking about. So is it important to have a signature style? Yes. Is it important to have a specific voice and look to your work where people can recognize something recognizable? Yes. Does that mean do you have to stay doing the exact same signature style, like one type of art for the rest of your life? No, it doesn't mean that. So the important thing here is developing your skill, developing your craft, getting really good at your craft to the point where you can play around with little different styles and subgenres and still have it fall within the umbrella or underneath the umbrella of your overall style. That's the important thing. So don't let people put you in a box. Don't let them tell you that you can't experiment and that you can't follow your creative instincts, which is what you should be doing. That is important. On the flip side, don't just follow trends. Don't just mirror and copy other people's work. Don't just do what you think is popular. Do that at the beginning of your career when you're experimenting, when you're trying to discover your own voice. But if you're a quote-unquote professional artist and that's what you're doing, then it's time to start doing a little soul searching and trying to figure out what you want to do with your art and what you want to say with your art, as well as developing your own little unique vocabulary with what you're doing. That's what it's like. I have so many little things that I kind of reach into and go back to that are like little almost symbols or signature style points that I have that I can build off of. And that's great. It's unique. It's almost like having, I don't know, a series of hieroglyphics or something or a specific type of language. It's really something that gives you the building blocks to build off of and move forward. So hopefully this has been a little helpful. Hopefully it's just going to give you something to think about and ponder. Uh, I know it's not easy to develop a recognizable, unique style, but keep doing it. Keep doing some deep diving with what you're doing. Really push yourself in the studio and it, it will come out. It just takes time. It takes time and it takes effort. But I know you'll get there. So feel free to reach out to me on social media, on my website, anywhere you can find me. Give me a holla and let me know what you thought about the episode and hope you have a great week. Don't be overtaken by all the political madness. We will all get through it. I promise. No matter what the outcome is, we will all get through it. So take care of yourselves out there and we'll see you next time. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. 
This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.